Welcome to Grace by Rain, a podcast about the beauty in life. I'm your host, Elaine Shercliffe. Welcome back, everyone. We are on episode three of season three. I'm going to do something a little bit different today than I have in the past. And it's something I might do going forward in the future. I don't have a guest today but this is an interview. Back in March of 2022, so about six months ago, myself and another Monsters Beat reporter, Dina Weinheimer, we had the chance to interview Blake Bolden before a Monsters game. It was Women's History Night. Earlier that day, the Monsters and Blake hosted a girls' hockey clinic in Cleveland. So before that night's Monsters game, Blake Bolden sat down with the media, and I wish I could have been in the right state of mind to write this article at the time that we interviewed her. It was such a phenomenal interview. And for me, it was it was full circle and it it gave me so much happiness to do this interview with Blake Bolden. The first professional sports team I was ever credentialed for was the Buffalo Buttes. At the time was the NWHL and is now the PHF. At that time, Blake Bolden was playing for the Boston Pride. She eventually played for the Buttes a few years later. She was also one of the first professional athletes I had ever interviewed. So to be able to do this in Northeast Ohio, where she's from, where I live and I have a strong love for, was very incredible for me and very beautiful. Unfortunately, as we know from last season, I was very burnt out and I wasn't taking care of myself. And so I had to take that break about a month later after we had done this interview with Blake in March. And I I, I don't want this interview to just never be heard. Dina asked good questions. I asked good questions. We were able to bounce off of each other. It's how media should work together anyways, is the ability to have our own sets of questions, but also be able to bounce off of each other as the interview is going. I love some of the people that I that I write alongside with the teams I cover. Jeff Schladell, he covers the Browns the Guardians, um, the Monsters, Cavs. He covers like all of mentor sports, basically. I feel like <laughs> this man is everywhere. Even Dina, as I just said, Sarah Avampado were on the Wolves beat together. Andrew Rinaldi were on the Wolf, Chicago Wolves and Grand Rapids Griffins beat together. You know, when we get in these situations where we're together, we realize who's going to ask what and how that's going to go. And, and we allow them 
to ask their questions. We allow them to build upon their story, but at the same time, all of us work together when we realize, oh, this is really good and we could expand upon it. We can ask even more and we can just bounce off each other. And I, I think that's one of the best things about the American Hockey League are some of these writers. If it wasn't for Dina, this interview would be would be good. But the way we were able to bounce off of each other and have two different stories lines going, but also they worked really well. We had two different storylines. Mine was very much based on things that I remember from her time with the NWHL and Dina's were based on women and women growing up to become athletes. And those two storylines kind of merged together. The Cleveland NWHL aspect and the you know, sports, women in sports aspect. They really just merge together into one big story. And I love it. I, like I said, I wish, I wish I hadn't been so burnt out, but that's life. And I'm sharing this interview in its entirety now. So you'll hear me, you'll hear Dina and you'll hear Ben Adams who works for the Cleveland Monsters. He did a beautiful intro leading into us interviewing Blake that really highlights a little bit more of who she is. And like he said, she's a living legend. She is a living Cleveland, Northeast Ohio legend. So without further ado, I hope that you enjoy this interview. I absolutely adore Blake and everything that she is. Uh, she has come a long way from the girl who is playing at the Kent State Arena in Kent, Ohio, uh, back when she was younger, all the way to, I think she was going to school in Lake Placid, and then on to, you know, the Olympics, um, Boston College, the Boston Pride. She even played for the CWHL when it was around, that was the Canadian Women's Hockey League at the time. She's incredible. And now, now she is a scout for the National Hockey League's Los Angeles Kings. She scouts for the AHL, so the Ontario Reign. It's a perfect job for her. One of the things I loved about her in the NWHL was how she was able to read the opponents game after game. You could tell that she studied them during the game before the game, after the game. When you see players do things like Blake did, you know that they are going to have a long career in hockey, whether it be on the ice, scouting, in management, owning a team, who knows, because she knows the game inside and out, and she knows what a player's strengths are and a player's weaknesses are. She gives credit where credit is due. She is amazing. It's the only way, way to, way to put it. <laughs> Blake Bolden is amazing. So I hope you guys enjoy the interview that Dina Weinheimer and I did with Blake Bolden on March 5th of 2022. Okay, well, we're um, obviously excited today to be able to host uh, Blake Bolden, bring her back home to Cleveland. 
um, a living legend joining us here for Women's History Celebration, which is a you know a, an annual celebration that we get to do here at the Monsters, and this year it's really special. This morning we were able to host a all uh, girls on ice clinic, um, which was. A uh, fabulous opportunity to bring in 32 different girls from area ranks to be to receive some instruction from Blake, and it was just amazing to see, you know, how their faces lit up, the the inspiration that Blake provides them to be able to, uh, you know, be in that space where they're playing with uh, with all girls is a unique opportunity and something we're looking to do more of as the monsters continue to grow the game. So it's just been an honor to be able to to host Blake back at this. Uh, exciting weekend and we're looking forward to paying tribute to her tonight. Um, she's going to be dropping the puck and then we've got a, a brief uh, recognition here in the first period um, which uh, she doesn't know everything about yet so um, <laughs> but we're very excited. <laughs> <laughs> so without further ado I will turn it over to Blake Bolden. Thank you. Appreciate that Ben. Okay. Uh, so you have you constantly come back home and really promote like Cleveland and hockey. What does that mean to you to be able to do that and be a strong inspiration to the kids here? Yes, well Cleveland obviously is my hometown. I'm very proud to be born and raised here and all throughout Northeast Ohio and I'm really honored to be able to come back and give back to the sport that I love and as Ben just mentioned being on the ice with these girls was incredible and I had no idea how fast and strong women's and girls hockey is in the Cleveland area and I can't wait to get back and, and help promote the game more. So um, what exactly does your role of a growth and inclusion specialist really consist of and how do you weave that in with, with your pro scouting duties? Absolutely. It is a, a bit challenging. I'm constantly traveling, but when I first started as a scout back in 2020 in January, I was approached by our president and our CEO officer, Kelly Cheeseman, and he knew my passions for diversifying and growing the game of hockey. So he really just tried to find a niche for me to be able to do what I love and what I'm passionate about. And as we all know, Cleveland's a diverse city. Los Angeles is one of the most diverse cities in the country. And I really wanted our fan base and our, our culture of Los Angeles to depict our fan base inside of Crypto.com Arena. Now, um, when you were with the NWHL with the Pride, I remember during that first All-Star game, there were actually a lot of little boys who were there who were excited about hockey because of the women that were playing. Um, and now they're playing hockey as well. Like you see it on Instagram, you see it when they tag the PHF now. Like what does it mean to you to also be able to inspire boys to be able to play hockey and also have men be like, yeah, women's hockey's legit. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to give a Bauer plug, but if you saw that Bauer commercial where the guys were talking about skating and shooting like Hillary Knight or skating as fast as Kendall Coyne Schofield, I mean, these girls are inspirational, not just because of their gender, but because of their amazing talents on the ice. And I think that women's hockey is growing and we're paying more attention to it. And it's really cool that a, a young boy is inspired by women. Yeah. Now, where do you see yourself going in like even the next few years? 
where do I see myself going? I kind of take it as I'm, I'm riding this amazing wave. I'm loving everything that I'm doing. I'm throwing out a big cast with all of the responsibilities that I have. And I hope that I can really niche it down and, and decide what role I want to take, whether that's TV, scouting, hockey ops, or even I always give back to the sport. So for me, it's really just time will tell. And I hope you guys are around to watch. Yeah. Now, who were your uh, female role models growing up? Female role models growing up, uh, a lot of people outside of hockey, to be totally honest. I thought Serena Williams was one of the most powerful women in sport. I just mentioned Candace Parker uh, a few hours ago as being someone who's been inspirational to me. Um, Angela James just got caught on my radar in, when I was in college. And I think I wish I could have seen Angela while she was playing back in the day. And I think that is why it's so important for us to have women's nights and weekends and months so we can attribute these amazing women who have paved all of these trails for people like me to come from behind them. So if you could give one piece of advice to any woman or girl that wants to pursue a career in sports, what would that be? I would say just be yourself, have confidence, don't have fear. My slogan is always be bold and I will always tell anybody that will listen, just be bold, be yourself and don't conform and you'll stand out. Yeah. So you were kind of born into that saying with your last name being Oh born. yeah, you, you get that there? Yeah. Yeah. Be, be, be bold, you know, Blake Bolden, it's all, uh, yeah, I don't know the right word to say that, but it's BB and I love it. Awesome. So just through your work, do you have any like tangible ideas that can be taken to help further promote diversity, not only throughout organizations, by the makeup of the team, the front office, but also when it comes to the fans and how they, they consume the game. Yeah, absolutely. I think fan code of conduct is very important. I think inclusivity and just opening the doors and not being so afraid of change. Um, I heard a saying when I was in Boston celebrating Willie O'Ree and his jersey and, and his jersey retirement. And it was, the game is not ours, it's yours. And that's what I want everybody who's decided that they want to play, that has picked up a stick, to realize that the game is theirs if they want it. And that is the mindset that we all need to have moving forward. And then if you could just say a few words on what it means to you to come back to, to Cleveland, pair up with the Monsters for, for such an important night. Yes, I'm in this building right now and I have a lot of emotions. I haven't been here in so many years and I'm so happy and walking around the concourse and reminiscing with my uncle who's here who's also got me into hockey as a young girl. So I'm really happy, I'm really honored. This is the first time I've been back in partnering with the Cleveland Monsters and I really hope to be back soon. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed that interview. Like I said, Blake Bolden, amazing person. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Grace by Rain podcast. Like I said at the beginning of this season, I'm going to end every episode talking about what I'm reading, what I'm watching, what I'm listening to. Today, I am going to talk really quick about two books I just finished up. Uh, one is called Excuse Me by Liana Fink. Liana is a kind of like a cartoonist, a comic almost. A lot of kind of life things are in here. The tagline is 
cartoons, complaints, and notes to myself. I I definitely, I really like this. My uncle got it for me a few years ago and I didn't, I didn't open it right away because I didn't, I don't know, I go in stages sometimes with books. Things are broken down into like these chapter things. So I'll read like a chapter or like half a chapter and just kind of reflect on the different things that she drew or she wrote. There were a few things that really resonated me with, really resonated with me kind of about getting burned out. <laughs> it's not meant to be consumed in one sitting. It's not meant to be consumed over the course of like a week. I truly believe that stuff like this is meant to be consumed over months because it's something that when you have a little downtime, you can just kind of relax and, and look at it sometimes be contemplative or you can laugh for a while. Um, it is definitely like life. So there's ups, there's downs, there's things that make you feel really happy, things that make you feel contemplative, and some things that make you just kind of sad. Um, so there, there's a few things in here that I really did enjoy. There was one I laughed at entirely too hard. It is a man and he is playing a violin, or so I thought, so I thought. The caption underneath says a giant playing the bass. And my music nerd brain just laughed about that for a really long time. I don't even want to tell you how long I laughed at that. It's kind of embarrassing how long I laughed at that. It's really good. I don't know if people want to buy it, but if like your library has it, totally, totally check it out and just give it a little peruse. I'm all for buying books. I have a library in the house I currently live in. So um, I will always encourage people to buy books on books. Even if you only read it once or twice, you never know who's coming in your house. It might need a good book to read. The other book I just finished is it's called um, Beginner with a Black Belt, Become the Master of Your Life Journey by Anna Stefanovic. I saw this book on Instagram. Actually, Nathan Gerby posted a, he shared on his story, a photo of some pages in this book. He hadn't read it, but he liked what that Instagram post, like that, I don't know who, Instagram it was that had posted parts of this book, but he shared their post. Um, and it that's how I found out about this book. I was like, that, you know, actually I kind of want to read that. I kind of wanna, I like what they had to say. And there was a lot of good stuff in here, a lot of good stuff just about life and how to kind of change your mindset in a really positive manner. I 110% suggest getting this book. It's definitely not a book to read in one sitting, okay? You could read it in one sitting, but I think your brain would possibly explode and become overwhelmed. So do not read it in one sitting unless you have like a whole day afterwards to just really reflect on the sections and the chapters that, that you have read. The way I read it, 
is I read each section and then I took some time to think about it and then went back and read the section again after I marinated on it a little bit just in case something something just really clicked with me or I missed something before. There were some great things in here. I'm just going to share a few of my favorite ones really quick. I might actually end up doing a whole podcast on this one. I love, love this one. It's every time I have a bad day and things are looking gloomy, I go out and do an act of kindness. Putting chocolate in my neighbor's mailbox, buying something for the person I care about, or helping a complete stranger. And I love that because it's a good way to kind of like change the, the vibe within you and around you. You know, when you're feeling crummy, do something good for yourself or for someone else, you know, that that will help change. Like when things just feel weird or off, it will definitely help change the vibe. I, this was my second favorite quote. My first favorite, I'll tell you next, but this is my second favorite one is in order to live a good life, you should also develop an honest and compassionate heart and be able to move towards your goal while being an empathetic human being. It's a good reminder for those, especially in sports or writing, that life doesn't have to be cutthroat. You can be kind and compassionate honest, empathetic, and be able to move forward in your goals. And it's okay to take other people along with you. And if you have the same goal as them, hopefully you'll both end up there together and you can take each other along. That's what I took from. That's how I kind of took from it. And my favorite one, because this is my life in a nutshell and why I should be patient with God and the things that he gives me and does not give me is while you are making your plans, God might be laughing, but maybe God is laughing because he has an even better plan for you. I kid you not. I did one of those like blank stares after I read that. And I probably sat there for like five minutes. Like, okay, God, I totally get it. You're telling me to just be patient and trust you more. Because it's true. Every time I get upset and I'm like, oh, like I made these plans. And God was like, ha, 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 plans, pew, pew, pew. No plans for you. It's on my time. I get mad, right? And then I look back on it a year, two years five years later. And I'm like, I am so glad that my plans, that the plans God made for me were different. I am so glad that these plans that I had my whole heart and soul on, I'm so glad they didn't come through because I have no clue what kind of person I would be. I have no clue where they would have taken me. And I really like where my life was. And it led to something better than I could have imagined. And with that being said, <laughs> I highly suggest this book. I feel like everyone can get something out of it, whether it be some of these quotes that I just said or some of the things that are in there. Highly recommend it. It is a slow burn, a very slow molasses type burn of a read. And it should be that way. Okay. It 
goes, I mean, it goes fast. It's really easy to read, but the thoughts, the things that make you go, oh, oh, okay. That's um, taking that time to reflect on those thoughts and those feelings and emotions when they enter is what makes it a very slow burn of a read. Again, thank you for joining me. I really hope that you enjoyed this interview with Blake Bolden. Beautiful person inside and out. The world needs more Blake Boldens. So I challenge all of you to be bold with your life. Live this week like you're Blake Bolden. Thank you. And remember, be kind and love always. See you guys here next week. My theme music is One Light by Nick Wilkinson and the Featured Players. You can find their latest album, Live Volume 1, on Bandcamp and Spotify. Live Volume 1 was recorded in front of a live audience on May 26, 2017 at Jilly's Music Room in Akron, Ohio.